So you got to think of the, ha the habits you want to break and you just write out a fucking chart like this, dummy, right? And figure out what the cues are and then figure out what action you're going to take instead of the fucking bullshit you've been doing. Yo, what up, what up? It's your man, Brandon Carter, and you are listening to the Victory Talk podcast. This is the podcast where we show you how to build your money, muscle, and mindset. I give you the lessons that I learned over my career building several multi-seven-figure businesses, and every once in a while, I bring in my successful multi-millionaire friends to teach you their lessons as well. No matter what podcast platform you're tuning into, make sure you follow us there because we are dropping new content every day that's going to help you succeed. Now, let's get into today's episode. Over 10 years, I've been reading about two books a week. A lot of times it's brand new books. Some books I reread. And one of the books that really impacted me early in my journey was a book called The Power of Habit. And you can see I, I bought this book November 2013. And this book was super impactful for me. I noticed a lot of books about habits that people like. They People really like Atomic Habits and other books of that nature. And those are good. But I really believe this is the foundation. And as much as I like Atomic Habits, this book covers habits in a way that I don't want to say better, but the author takes a different approach, right? And I want to break this book down for you right now, show you the main points, the main takeaways that I got from this book, how it impacted me and helped me advance to you know making millions and millions of dollars <laughs> and how you can benefit from that as well. So let's break it down. Aristotle once said, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence is not an act, but a habit. And this is why habits are really important, right? Because your life is basically going to be the sum of your habits. The things you do habitually is what counts. Every once in a while, somebody tells me they're, they're trying to lose weight or they're trying to get into shape. And they'll say some shit like, hey, I ate a salad yesterday. I'm like, yo, congratulations, asshole. You did almost nothing, right? It's doing something once ain't going to help you. It's what you do habitually that counts, right? And even in life, I see a lot of people try to go for these big swings. They try to hit these home runs to accomplish something big. And in my experience, success is never like that. Success is more like the way the Grand Canyon was built. It was built slowly over thousands of years by the Colorado River. And it was just water going into the rain, but it did it. It gradually did it over time, all day, every day for years. Because the Colorado River was consistent over a long period of time, it built one of the seven wonders of the world. Didn't happen in one day. And that's what success is going to be like for you. Anything you want to achieve, fitness goal, income goal, relationship goal, you want to change some of your personality is going to come from consistency over a significant amount of time. So let's talk about what I learned from this book and how you can implement that in your life. Your brain, I'm going to draw a brain. Your brain uses a tremendous amount of energy. In fact, the human brain uses 20% of the body's energy at rest. This means when you're doing nothing, just chilling, your brain is using 20% of your body's energy, but it's only 5% of your body mass. You know what I'm saying? And when you're thinking hard or working hard, it's going to use significantly more. In fact, this is published data saying that chess players can use up to 6,000 calories per day in an in-person chess tournament. And all they're doing is sitting there thinking because your brain uses a lot of energy, right? And so here's the thing. Your brain doesn't want to waste energy. It doesn't want to waste energy. All right. So there's a part of your brain called cerebrum and that's controls like complex shit in your brain. And this uses a lot of energy. 
So when something's complex or maybe just complex to you, you're just learning how to do it, it's going to use a, a significant amount of energy. But your brain does not want to use up a lot of energy. When you're trying to develop a new habit, your cerebrum is working super hard. When you perform this action a significant amount of times, what happens is, I think it's over here somewhere. I'm not a brainiologist. This is where I think it is, right? The It moves to your basal ganglia. And that's part of your brain that controls more automatic functions, right? So for example, when you see like a baby's learning to walk, this motherfucker's trying hard as hell to stay balanced and he's trying to put one foot over the, the other. That's all cerebrum activity because it doesn't know how to do it. But once it's done it enough times that it becomes what? A habit. It just knows how to put one foot in front of the other and walk. Then it moves to his basal ganglia. And now this motherfucker can run all around the house. And now you got to stop it from killing itself because it's on the move now. <laughs> now your main job is stopping this thing from killing itself for the next 18 years. <laughs> and if y'all have kids, y'all know, know, you know I'm not lying, man. They be jumping off and shit, trying to stick their fingers in the fucking sockets. They'll drink the bleach if you let them. Like you, got, you can't, you got to watch them all day, right? Anyway, once this action is taken over by the basal glanglia, <laughs> it's more automatic and it doesn't require as much energy. This is super important. It's way more energy efficient. But this is why it's difficult to actually form new habits, right? Because it has to first happen here where it's using up a lot of energy before it can move to your basal ganglia and become automatic. Also, this is why it's difficult to break bad habits because now you have to basically retrain your basal ganglia to not perform this action anymore, right? You actually have to change your brain to break a bad habit. And that's why it becomes very difficult. And the power of habit really breaks down um, how you can do that and how you can um, form new habits that are more productive, that will benefit you, how you can actually break habits that are fucking up your life. I know a lot of you guys, man, there's all types of shit you want to do. You want to stop jagging off and you want to <laughs> as much, right? You want to stop s smoking weed all day. A lot of you guys just want to simpler than that. You just want to stop being a bitch, right? But you got to understand you've been being a bitch for so long. It's in your basal ganglia now. You a basal ganglia bitch. And that's the hardest kind of bitch to change. Hopefully we can help you out in this video. The first thing the book covers is something called the habit loop. All right. Fuck is the habit loop. Shut up. I'm about to tell you. All right. So it's a loop. Three step loop. And the habit loop consists of three parts. There's the cue. Oh, the routine. And then the reward. So the cue is can also be called the trigger. Let's say you you want to stop stealing or let's say one of your habits is you be stealing shit. All right. The cue would be seeing some shit you want to steal. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Let's say you want to stop overeating. You a fat motherfucker. Right. The cue would be maybe you smell some motherfucking fried chicken and then you just going to start eating. And you gobble, you want to you immediately want to gobble it all up. Right. So the cue is the trigger. Right. So the thief he sees the he sees the fucking cue. The routine would be the action you take once you get the cue. Your habit is stealing, right? You see some dope shit. You like, you know what, man? I'm about to give me one of those just like it. And then the fucking the action is you start to rob. And then the reward is what you get out of the action, right? So the reward is what you get. Let's also finish that fat motherfucking analogy. He smells fried chicken. Action, he starts shoveling that shit in his mouth, gobbling it down like a fucking heathen. And the reward is, mmm, tasty treat in his stomach, big fat stomach. Q routine reward. Now, the cue can be, it can be a person, it could be a thing, it could be an emotion. There's all different types of cues. And also, 
the action could be, you know, it's usually something you do or, or but it could be something you feel, but it's typically something you do. Right. Something physical. The, the reward, it could be some sort of like emotional reward. It could be actually the physical reward of having something or or it could be like a cognitive reward, like you learn something or you get something out of it or maybe like a feeling of superiority, something like that. Right. The cue, routine and reward. And it's like that for all habits. Now, what's important to know is that you can't stop bad habits. You can't just stop them. You have to replace them. So let's talk about how to change old habits, right? To change a bad habit, what you want to do is well, you want to replace the action in an existing habit loop. For example, the thief, when he sees the shit he wants to steal, right? The normal act that that's a trigger. He sees something he wants to steal. The action would be grab his Glock, put it in someone's face. He could replace that action with, hey, I'm going to go get a job now. <laughs> or, or a simple action would be when it's something you want to s- stop eating or something like that, like the fat person cue. When you see the fried chicken, instead of shoving that shit in your mouth as fast as you can, what you could do is maybe eat something else instead. Or what I do when I'm cutting, for example, when, I, when, I'm, in, when I'm on a diet and I'm trying to get more ripped. I know you think more ripped. I know. Yeah, sometimes I, I need to get more ripped. When it's something, I, when I get a cue for something that I want to eat, right? Instead of eating that, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll fucking distract myself with like some different kind of work, right? So, or maybe I'll like go for a walk or maybe I'll start exercising instead of eating it. Like I, I've done that before. Whatever the case may be, what you have to do is you have to, you're still going to get triggered. You got to understand that this trigger is still going to happen. And to replace, to break a bad habit, you have to plan a way to perform a different action instead of the action that you normally perform once you get that trigger. And it's super important. So what you want to do is make a list of all your bad habits or the habits that you want to break. Boom. So you go habit and then write down the cues, write down the cues. Let's say you want to stop uh, beating off so much. Maybe you're just doing it all the time. You can't stop beating off. It's like it's a fucking problem. You're doing it multiple times a day. But a woman went in your room. She just get pregnant because you got fucking DNA everywhere. You should look like should look like Spider-Man had a fight in your room because you got motherfuckers. You got the shit everywhere. Right? <laughs> you want to stop doing that. What's the cue? The cue would be horny. You just get horny as fuck. Right? So what you want to do is have a new routine or action and replace it. So now you know every time you get horny, what you're going to do, you're going to do motherfucking burpees, right? Maybe you do that, right? Let's say smoking. Maybe a lot of people smoke when they're stressed. That's the cue. So instead of smoking weed, what you can do is beat off. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> that was funny, but it wasn't a joke. See, what a lot of times what people do, you see this a lot, is they replace the action with uh, an action that's just as bad. For example, sometimes people will smoke and they, when they, the cue is stress. So what do they do? They start eating. This is why a lot of people get fat when they stop smoking cigarettes. You got to make sure that you're not replacing it with some bullshit. You got to think of something you can replace it with. It could be anything. Um, I say burpees. <laughs> Let's say what's another habit people, some people want to fucking stop doing? Procrastinating. You're procrastinating, right? Maybe the cue is you don't want to procrastinate. Yeah, maybe a lot of times you don't know how or like, you know what? A lot of times people's overwhelmed. I would say that's the main reason. Overwhelmed. You know what I'm saying? Overwhelmed, right? So is that right? Because everyone else is saying lazy. But I feel like the only time I procrastinate is like it's a fucking big task and like, fuck, I don't feel like taking this shit on, man. It happens, yeah. Sometimes your schedule is like just so... And I'm just like, fuck, man, do I really want to do this shit, man? This is going to be a fucking pain in the ass, you know? Maybe maybe that is lazy. All right, let's call it lazy. Fuck it. All right. So what action can you take? Uh, Man, you feel lazy. That's the cue. 
Normally what you do is what you do. You probably fuck around, do some bullshit. Instead, what you're going to do? Burpees. Listen, this is just an example. You got to come up with your own action. You know what I'm saying? I'm not telling you you to do burpees. I'm, I'm telling you that you have to replace whatever action you normally take in your existing habit loop. We all got habit loops. Every habit you have is this habit loop. There's a cue or a trigger, which causes a routine or action, and you get some sort of reward out of it. You know what I'm saying? Get some reward reward out of it. So you can't just stop the action. You know, people say, I'm just going to stop doing that. Nah, because you're still going to have to contend with the triggers and you have to replace that trigger with a different action, right? You do something different once that trigger, so you just things you have to plan to hit. So yeah, I just I was kind of just joking when I wrote burpees for all of them. Like you have to do this. You got to think of the, ha- the habits you want to break and you just write out a fucking chart like this, dummy, right? And figure out what the cues are and then figure out what action you're going to take instead of the fucking bullshit you've been doing. You get what I'm saying, right? Now, if you want to create a new habit, let's say you're not trying to break a bad habit, you're trying to create a new habit. What's really helpful is if you can actually anchor this habit to an existing cue or an existing reward, almost like inserting it into an existing habit loop. So a good example of this is if you wanted to start working out more, let's say you want to do it in the morning. So the trigger would be, the cue would be you wake up, right? Boom. And you just put the new action there upon waking up. The first thing you do put on your clothes and just head to the gym without thinking, right? I, I used to do that for for years. Yeah, I would, I would do that for years and that worked really well for me. And that's worked well for a lot of people. Or you can say, you know, your your cue is like, oh, work is over. Boom. Instead of going to the bar, you set up a new action. All right, now after when work is over, I go to the gym. You get what I'm saying? And then you'll get a different reward out of that. You get what I'm saying? It's like you got to find an existing trigger that's already going on in your life and then tie that new habit into that, right? So it's, it's kind of the same thing. It's very similar to breaking a bad habit. This is how the book explains it. What we haven't talked much about is the reward part, the actual reward part. So one of the reasons why it's easy to build bad habits and difficult to build good habits is because typically good habits have a reward that's more long-term, right? If you want to start working out, the reward is that you're in good shape, happy, healthy, but that's typically going to take a long time. You're not going to get the main reward today most of the time. However, doing some drug or smoking cigarette or fucking a hooker, right? You get the reward immediately, right? So bad habits usually have immediate reward that you get out of it, right? Going to the club all night, you immediately get a reward from that. Uh, But your good habits, you want to start waking up early, it's going to be a long time before you start seeing the progress from that, right? So that's what really what makes it difficult. That's going to be like the biggest obstacle. What I like to do, I tie a cognitive reward to it. So how do I explain this? Because I track everything I do. I have a lot of videos about tracking and progress, and I'm always tracking my progress. Let's say I bring up my, my habit tracker. We've talked about this many times. I have videos on how to make a habit tracker. What I do is I try to immediately check the habit off on my check habit tracker. What that does is that's going to give me like a kind of an immediate dopamine release. It's like I feel good about that. I feel good about when I when I cross it off. So you want to give yourself little micro rewards for the action, at least until it becomes a habit. That's what you might have to do initially. Right. Especially for something you don't like. If it's something you don't like, like if you don't like working out, then this is something you definitely got to do. Right. If you don't like drinking water and you want to drink more water. What I do is because I'm trying I'm trying to drink more water. I want to drink more. I'm trying to take it up to like four liters a day. So I'm tracking the ounces as I go throughout the day. And every time I get closer, I start feeling a little better about myself. I'm like, oh, damn, I'm really doing this shit, right? So it's more of a cognitive reward because I know that 
the real benefits are only going to come like down the line. And that's going to be the same with working out. That's going to be the same for um, building a business. It's going to be the same for waking up early. Like the real rewards won't come for weeks, months, sometimes years later, but you still got to stay consistent, right? So you're going to have to give yourself little cognitive rewards initially until your basal ganglia <laughs> takes that shit over and then it's just automatic. That's the difficulty. But bad habits, the reason you form those bad habits is because you got an immediate reward, right? Soon as you smoke the joint, you start feeling the high. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's difficult to contend with. That's difficult to contend with. So you're going to have to really trick your brain. You know what I'm saying? And that's really all hedonism. All hedonism is like a media reward. You know what I'm saying? Media reward. You're going to get something out of it immediately. Another thing you can do is if there's something you do enjoy that you like and it's not harmful, for me, it's like I like to go to the shooting range, right? I can only go to the shooting range if I do a certain action, right? I make it conditional. I can't just go whenever I want. You know what I'm saying? I make it conditional, right? So only if I do these certain amount of things, then I can go to the shooting range and turn into John and, and practice being Black John Wick, Jamal Wick. This is another method that you might find enjoyable. I hate cardio. Yeah, man. You may look at me and, and think, surely you jest. <laughs> you must love cardio. Your name should be Brandon Cardio. The way I look at you, how ripped and shredded you are. And you've maintained that incredible physique for over a decade here on YouTube. You're right. I don't like it, but I do it anyway, right? And one of the methods I use to do more cardio is if I want to play a video game. Video games are super fun, right? If I want to play a video game, I have to be doing cardio. I got two exercise bikes in the crib. No, fucking three. <laughs> That's overboard, but whatever. I got three exercise bikes in the crib and I can only play video games if I'm on an exercise bike doing cardio. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be on a switch playing fucking Smash Bros, fucking Splatoon. I like Splatoon. I know I'm probably the oldest nigga ever to play Splatoon, but it's fine. Oh, Call of Duty Mobile. Like I'll, I'll get my iPad out and I'll start playing Call of Duty Mobile and I'm on that joint. It, it makes something boring more fun, right? So what I did was I took a reward. I took a reward and attached it to the action that I wanted to do more of. Does that make sense, right? So that's what you're going to have to do at least until your basal ganglia takes over. You know what I'm saying? Caveat on that. Do not tie an external reward to something you already enjoy because some study shows that it, it actually makes you enjoy it less. I don't have the science about that, but uh, Huberman was talking about it. You know, he's a science white man. And you know, man, if a science white man says it, it's got to be true. So if it's something you already like, don't tie a reward to it. But you can't tie a reward to something that you don't enjoy in order to get yourself to do it. Does that make sense? Now, the last thing you're going to have to do when you're trying to form a new habit or you're trying to break a bad habit is you got to think about what are the obstacles. I do this all the time. I call it offensive pessimism. I told Ryan Holiday about this. If you watch the video that we did, the interview I did with Ryan Holiday, I said, hey man, I got this thing called offensive pessimism. And you can you can have it. I said he can use it, but I think he's just waiting for the right book to put it in. He ain't put it in another his book since then. It's only been about eight years. He's probably just waiting for you. Like put the good book and he'll put the offensive pessimism in there. But anyway, you think about what could go wrong with your with your game plan. What could go wrong? Like what could fuck up your plan, right? You know, and then you want to put some sort of um, plan in place to handle this when it presents itself. Let's say you it was go again with stop smoking, but you're stressed. The plan was to do burpees, but you work at the office, so you can't just bust out some burpees <laughs> in between meetings at the office in front of everybody. You can't do it. You're wearing a suit and shit. It's not going to work. 
Cause what happens when you get stressed in that? You got you got to think of something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe you get the Nicorette at that point, right? You keep some Nicorette gum on you for that when you need it. Maybe decide to you're gonna chug a liter of water instead. Maybe you're gonna meditate during that time to relieve stress, right? Maybe you're gonna do some breathing exercise, right? You got to think about what can go wrong and how to fix it. You know what I'm saying? And if you're procrastinating, maybe you can't do burpees, man, because you're at work again. <laughs> you're procrastinating. Maybe you can do some sort of breathing exercise. Maybe you can, listen, this has not really been a problem for me, so I don't really know who to do, man. <laughs> I'm, it's difficult for me to come up with an example. Uh, procrastinating, maybe you, you can't do burpees at work. <laughs> oh, I know what you can do. You fucking, you can take like 300 milligrams of caffeine. <laughs> then you won't be able to stop working, right? Well, you got to find out what works for you. <laughs> That's the key. That's the key. So this is what you have to do to really form new habits and break bad habits. You got to first investigate the habit loop, right? If you're trying to break a bad habit, find out what your triggers are and put a different action in place. And then also think about what can go wrong and come up with like a backup plan for if something goes wrong, come up with like backup plans, right? And if you're trying to build a new habit, pick a an existing trigger and tie the action to that trigger and then attach some sort of reward to that. And if you can do that, man, you'll be able to build strong habits, man, break bad ones, and you, you, you'll be a lot more likely to succeed in your goals and all endeavors in your life, all right? I highly suggest you check out the book, The Power Habit. It's super good. The link is in the description. This, this book is really good. It has served me well in my life. And I, I implemented these strategies to, to break a lot of bad habits and to build a lot of good habits that have served me well over the years. I know everybody loves Atomic Habits, and that's a good book too, but I just feel like this one is kind of slept on, man. It's definitely worth a read. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, thank you for listening to this all the way to the end. And in case you're looking for more free content and more free stuff that'll help you make money, build your muscle and your mindset, join our free Victory Unit Discord channel. It's 100% free. And I have free courses in there that you can download right now, today, 100% free. And we're putting new courses in there all the time. We're in there answering your questions. There's a group of people who are super serious about obtaining elite level success. And if that's you, go ahead and join the Discord. But don't join, you know, if you want to be average or mediocre. That's not the place for you. You won't find anything for you there right if you want to be a regular guy who does regular shit until you die that's cool i'm sure you got redeeming qualities the victory unit discord you won't find a lot of value for you now if you're a guy who's hell bent on success and will not allow anything to stop him from accomplishing his goals you fucking need to join the victory unit discord you need to stop whatever you're doing whatever it is it's not more important than joining the victory unit discord right now i don't care if you're holding a baby you know what I'm saying? If you're at work, put the baby down, walk out of that meeting, join the Victory Unit Discord right now. Right? It's the most important thing you'll do if you're serious about success. And in case you're into video podcasts, you can find and watch this episode on my YouTube channel as well. All right? Holla at y'all. Peace.